Um, all right, we're uh, back at it again. Um, Correct. Let's let's jump into it. I think first of all, that's Chris, <laughs> and that's Daniel. <laughs> and welcome back to hanging on for dear life. Hang on. Um, it's been a while, everybody. So for those of you that have asked, for those of you that have stuck around and not unfollowed any of our socials, thank you. You're literally the best and we appreciate you so much. Exactly. So we took a bit of a hiatus. I mean, classic us, right? Um, but this time we didn't change names and come back and try to do something different. Um, we had a lot, had a lot going on, right? Like, why don't we talk a little bit about what we had going on? Um, kind of why the gap and then kind of what we're, what we're planning on doing moving forward. And then let's ask for some accountability from our people for ourselves. See if we can make sure that we're doing this the right way. Sure. I mean, I think for both of us, right. We had a lot of career moves going on a lot of like changes life-wise, Sure. you know, um, I stepped away from Oakley and kind of finally made the decision that I need to focus on school and like make school the priority and not <laughs> pursue other, other jobs and be a teacher like I want to be. So, um, unless this podcast blows up, then, you know, sorry, kids, <laughs> Fuck them find kids. a new role model. <laughs> he said, sorry, man. <laughs> fuck them kids. <laughs> find a new role model. You'd be all right. <laughs> <laughs> if, this, if this blows up, fuck them kids. Jeez. But, um, no. It. And like that. So that, I mean, on my side of the wheel, that, that's really it. You Good. know, Chris got his stuff too. Yeah. Um, Look, I also made a career switch. I also had some, you know, and then as you know, with that career switch, there's a lot of things going on, um, learning new stuff, new industry, things like that. So obviously mental capacity was very much so full. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that, you know, between the two of us, and I think also um, there is a sense of comfort in not committing to something because there's no expectations. Correct. Um, and I think that's kind of where we lived for a little bit was in that comfort of not setting expectations. Um, and I think that um, we just need to do a better job holding each other accountable. And I, I think that this is probably more speaking more for myself because I think you're the guy that's always hitting me up. Um, Thanks, and I'm uh, an easy way to find excuses. So um, there really is no excuses, right? This isn't meant to be work. This isn't meant to be extra anything it should be fun mm -hmm. should be something we enjoy so um yeah I, I you know i'm back um you know and then we both got covid oh yeah um, that, was, that was a good time you know so whether or not we're together on camera we do still spend a lot of time together which is nice um and i think that we have you know ultimately that's what really led us to covid right so we've, yeah. we've been the last week um i'm two and over covid i think you're two you know and i and i think that um I don't want to speak for, you know, you, but I think that this is something that I don't want to put a lot of pressure on to be successful, mm -hmm. right? I just want to have these conversations. I love talking about these different things, right? I think that, you know, having a over the last couple episodes we've been able to film, we've understood like, hey, we got to have some sort of agenda. Mm -hmm. If not, we're going to talk around around a lot of different things and I think that um we're going to keep these with for the most part 30 minutes to 45 minutes, right? I would agree with that. Yeah, I think I think the 30 to 45 is a nice little sweet spot where we're not talking too much we're not talking too little you know most people when they commute anywhere from like 15 to 30 minutes anyway so it's like mm -hmm. if they listen there and back full podcast is in yeah. you know i think as we've discussed we're going to try to put out two episodes a week mm -hmm. and just try to make sure that we that helps with our consistency staying rolling with it and um like you already said you know having a topic in mind like having something to talk about i think that'll help a lot sure and we'll get into what we're going to cover this episode mm -hmm. but i'm thinking you know if, if all goes well right we we record on a monday we post on a tuesday we record on a wednesday we post on a thursday yep 
Um, and then if we are feeling froggy, we can record on like a Saturday or something. I don't know. Yeah. If like um, a third in. Yeah. Or, or if ew, third in, um, or if <laughs> I'm not sure, I'm still trying to figure <laughs> out too. Um, but oh, I think that we can, um, at least, and then if like we, you know, something happens that we want to, that we feel so, you know, inclined to talk about, or we want to just like have a place to vent. I think this is one of those places as well. Um, so yeah, I think that 30 to 45 minutes is great. I think that, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll jump around a lot of different things and we, we kind of know our next game plan mm-hmm. um for at least a month probably yep um and then i think that you know there's a lot of other content out there that i think people do a great job with that i think that we can take some ideas from as well and absolutely um you know coerce them and build them into our own and kind of figure out how we can um, also have our two cents so um i think that you know we don't need to recreate the wheel we just need to figure out you know what gets the best gas mileage <laughs> and right now yeah. it's important yeah, absolutely. So um, I think with that being said, I think that kind of covers all the bases. Um, I, Chris already said it, but I just want to reiterate. Um, anyone who's listened to like the first iteration of this when we were Chris and Daniel in a nutshell, you know, all the way through that, you know, almost a year and a, maybe a year and a half ago almost. Yeah, it's been it's a, time. Yeah, so I mean, anyone that's like stuck through all of that and listened to these and has come back every time we've come back, I mean, you guys are really the rock stars, like for sure. Like, you know, there's a, there's a couple of people in my family and some friends that have asked about it a couple of times. And every time we go down to, to EOS, Javi's asking, you know, when are we going to drop a new episode? So again, it's just, uh, it's really uh, cool that people are so supporting it, even though we've been, we've been taking huge hiatuses, but you know, I'll make the commitment right now. I'll say, I'll speak for myself on this one. Hiatuses are done unless like something major happens. Yeah. We are, we're here. We're going to record. We're gonna have a great time. Hopefully you guys are entertained by it and we want to entertain each other. Cause you know, dirty yeah uh. <laughs> and even this last time we actually got a, a pretty good participation on the uh the instagram page with yeah the uh the little story polls and stuff and that was that was cool that was, cool. That was, that really was all cool. daniel that was all him social media wizard over here I say um, wizard. it was so was funny because when i saw you doing that i was like oh i want to help yeah so i'm sitting in my car and i'm like okay somebody said this person and i was like okay let me find a cool picture of them and i was like looking for the pictures like oh like which picture and then i was like oh then i gotta screenshot it and then i gotta crop it and then i gotta post it and then i was like i'll do it later <laughs> and daniel just did like 16 of them so um strengths and weaknesses right you know mm. we're supposed to be like peanut butter and ladies and that's you know that's how we're supposed to you know support each other <laughs> uh, we're supposed to and yeah we're supposed to go together like you know where you you know have shortcomings i'm supposed to meet you there and then where yeah. i have shortcomings you're supposed to meet you there and like yeah. again like you know um rice and converse they're just two things that are go well together <laughs> i apologize right now for his you know phrases i, I don't i don't write his material he, he just i don't think he writes it i think he just kind of whatever comes out the brain which is what makes this really fun don't write nothing yep we will yeah jump right into it right so i think that um you know something obviously for those of you that are following our socials you kind of have a sense of where we may be going all right so today's episode we are gonna talk about marvel cinematic universe heroes correct and it's gonna be chris and i's top five heroes and it's not necessarily like top five who are our favorites at least i don't think that's well, what we we're talking about that you clarified on that yeah i think we, we were taking more of a like who do we think are the top five heroes by like what a hero is and i think chris and i have blindly made our top fives like he made his i made mine i don't know what his is he doesn't know what mine is um, I did text him this morning and give him kind of like my criteria of like how I was ranking my heroes. Got it. Do you want to share that? Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, how I'm ranking my heroes is, he's um, got it memorized. He prepared three, for this. On three things. Uh, the first one is going to be, uh, moral compass. And for me, that came down to 
what are their moral values? Are their moral values like relatively speaking good? And do they stick to those moral values? Um, the second piece was being able to self-recognize any issues with themselves or big picture issues like within their organization, like shield or the Avengers themselves, like being able to see the flaws there. And then the third criteria was like my final decider if the first two were pretty even. And that was, would that, would that hero make the sacrifice play? Like, and by sacrifice play, I mean like the play that you know is going to save humanity or save the world or the universe, but it kills you in the process and you know, it's going to. So it's got it. That was kind of my big three criteria. And, uh, uh, that's how I sanctioned out my top five. I have some honorable mentions too, as long as you're cool with that. No, yeah. I have some honorable mentions too. That's that's so funny. (laughs) Um, so what I felt was that were my criteria. Um, mm-hmm. I, I did two times as good as you because I did. I made six um, criteria. Most I, did I think some of them are I think some of them are <laughs> repeats. Um, I, willingness to sacrifice for the greater good, right? So I think the play. Okay. Um, not consumed by the power or stature they hold. I think that's important, right? I think really that you know, um, heroes oftentimes are you know what did uh, Uncle Ben say? Uh, With great power comes great responsibility, right? Absolutely. So. Um, does what is best no matter the consequences or its effect on their image or mm. the people that they represent. Yep. They just understand, Hey, this is the best move for us. Yep. Um, well not for us, but for the world, um, mm-hmm. acknowledgement of uh, one's flaws and how it may affect the mission or mm-hmm. the, the outcome, um, can inspire people to do what's right. Even if they wouldn't normally do what's right. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I think this one's important. I, I think that it can go, and this 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 portion here is actually important for me because I think this is what either makes a great hero or ends up creating a great villain. Okay. Great villain in, in, in yeah, parentheses yeah. here or in quotes has overcome some sort of struggle mm-hmm. or life altering event and came out better. Okay. For a hero, right? And I think as a villain, it's not necessarily we'll we'll get into villains, but yeah. I think defining worse or better. Yeah. Um, and I think that you know ultimately the hero comes out on the other end like hey like. I learned and grew from it, learned yeah. and grew, grew, grew from it. Grew, yeah. And, um, that's where they are. So cool. I like, that's a, that's a great, I think those are great categories. Yeah. So thank you. Do you want to go like backwards, like five to one? So like our, our, our bottom of our list to the top, like climb up hundred percent. But I think, so it's funny that you said that you made sure to specify, Hey, we're talking about what we think makes like the best heroes. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we should also talk about, our favorite heroes. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, maybe on the back end, right? Talk sure. about, hey, like, let's talk, let's talk about our top five favorite. Like favorite, who are our favorite Marvel heroes? Yeah, and like yeah. why we think so. Um, but, you know, let's talk. So we talked a little bit about our criteria, mm-hmm. right? And obviously we'll get into, <laughs> we'll get into our specifics. Mm-hmm. But I think that, you know, we, 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 we mentioned that we're going to keep it from the Marvel Cinematic Universe, right? Not like the comic books and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's because that's something that most people can associate with and can relate to. Yeah. Um, but as you were going through your list, what do you found? What do you, what did you find was like the most difficult part when, you know, like stack ranking your people? I think the most difficult challenge I found in the process was there was a couple of characters that I really wanted to put in my top five, but either they weren't in enough movies or we didn't get enough attention on that character so to that said that. flush out certain things. Like, and not, not to get to skip to any main meat here, but like Okoye in Wakanda was one of my, like real, I wanted her in my top five yeah. so bad, but we just didn't get enough of her Got it. to really like place her in the list. Right. I think she's a great hero. I think she has a great dedication to Wakanda as a character, but we, we didn't get a lot out of her other than that. And I think had there been more, maybe that she could have played in, but there's a couple of characters that are like that where they get some really good 
moments, but we don't see enough of them to get a full depth of their character. At least in the cinematic universe, if you're one of those if you're one of those comic book nerds that's gonna be like, well, she does all this in the comics, go fuck yourself. Don't go fuck yourself. Actually, I'm just being, I mean, if I'm you want harsh. to, cool, go do that, right? <laughs> Handle your business. But, like, don't, not the most negative sense. Um, we, um, I, I think ultimately I'm really glad that we decided on the cinematic universe simply because I don't know enough about the comic books. So I mean, there's going to be I people in our much. comments that are going to be like, well, what about this person? Or what about this person? Or you guys are fake fans or whatever. Cool. Right, I get it. Like you have your opinion, but at the end of the day, like what what got me to be a fan for superheroes was Marvel. Yeah. Right. The first the first Marvel movie I ever went and saw mm-hmm. was First Avenger, Captain America. Dude, I remember specifically. Oh, I think meant the first Avenger. Like I saw the first Avengers. I didn't even oh. see Cap, Thor, nothing. I saw see, that, and then I went back and watched. I don't them. think I saw. All I saw was Captain America because one of my buddy's dads was like, "Hey, like let's go see this movie." He knew more about the comics. He's like, "It should be good." I was like, ugh. I was like in high school. I was like, this is so nerdy. I don't want to see a fucking superhero movie. I felt the same way about Transformers, but I, I won't get into that as well. Um, and I was pleasantly surprised with Transformers, by yeah. the way. But I, I went there and I was like, holy fuck, this is like pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, and so from that point on, I, again, I didn't watch Iron Man. I didn't watch Thor. I didn't watch any of those movies until Avengers was about to come out. Yeah. When I think it was like when I was in college. I think it came out in 2012, 2013. It was twenty twelve. I think it was like late twenty twelve. So I know, like, I was out of high school for sure. I know that. Okay, I'll just pull it up. Just make sure here. I don't want to. It be might crazy. have been the summer right after senior year. Like, cause I, I did you graduate twenty twelve or were you eleven? Yeah. You're twelve, right? Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah. Uh, let's see here. So the Avengers came out in twenty twelve, right? So it was pro. It was May fourth, twenty twelve. So right before we graduated high school. Yeah. Um. So, to be fair, I'm not even sure I went and saw that until college. Um, and then I like started hanging out with some buddies and we started watching it and then I was like, Oh fuck, I'm, I'm in it. Yep. Um, so that's what got me into it. Right. And that's why I like mm-hmm. that when I, when I refer to Marvel, like that's as much as I know, that's about my extent. Everyone's all watched theory videos. Yeah. Um, but I think that's kind of where I'm at. Um, so to your point, something that you said, um, that I really was like, okay, that, that makes sense. And I, I had the same, the same thought was like, okay, we haven't either seen enough of them yet mm-hmm. or they didn't last long enough. Yes. So it's going to be interesting. One of my people, you're going to be like, you're going to have that argument, I think, in this one. Where you're mm-hmm. like, hey, like, same kind of story. And I, and I, and I would agree with you, but I, I think I have a good enough reason as to why I kept it. Okay. Um, but I also think that it's interesting to think about this next phase of Marvel, like phase four, right? They actually yeah. said the new Thor coming out is the end of it. Yes. I saw, which is I, ironic. Yeah, because I, I remember they made a whole big stink about it after Endgame came out. They were like, or after the Spider-Man movie came out, that came out after Endgame. They're like, oh, we're going to be done with phases. You know, we're going to try to get away from that. And then now they're like, oh, phase four is over. Well, it's smart. Like, what? Smart like, business move. That's what they need to do because that's, so. what, that's what the fans like. Yeah. I, I think Rhea and I have had this conversation um, about how, like, right now it feels kind of too disjointed. And that's kind of why I'm having some Marvel burnout because mm-hmm. I don't really know what, what's happening or where they're going. And I'm hoping that they start to kind of unify some fronts. And even if they do, like, bubbles, right? Like, if, you know... X, Y, and Z lead to this, and then this series and this movie lead to this, and it's like different bads. I'm cool with that. Like, I'm cool with different bads or different evil people being like the focal points, but like, there needs to be some unity or some direction with that, I think, to help streamline that process. But that's just my opinion. No, I agree with you. I think that what made. What made the the, the Infinity Saga, right? Let's refer to yeah. it as the Infinity Saga, so great um, was how everything built up to this one moment and 
the thing that was crazy about what they did and it was like typical not not typical of like movies and things like that is like the last movie wasn't like the build-up point the make or break point it went like infinity stones like the yeah. infinity wars and you're like oh shit like they got to the point like they went all the way through the point where you think they they normally would have stopped and be like, oh, what's gonna happen? No, yeah. fucking Thanos snapped his finger and the world was over. Yeah, I, I think not to cut you off. No, but I, I want to save that conversation because that is already a part of my villain conversation. Okay, cool. Is Infinity War like Infinity War has? I, I want to talk about that at length when cool. we go into our, our villains. Videos. Cool. So, um, yeah, I think that you Video, know, the, podcast, vlog, something, <laughs> something, whatever it is, you know, we'll figure out what we're, what we want here. Um, we're 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 show fluid. We're, we're yeah, we don't like to label things. We don't like- <laughs> um, um, but we don't want to go down that. that no, 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 no. Um, so yeah, we're gonna we'll, we'll get right into it. I think uh, I'll let you go ahead and start, right? Sure. And we'll start from you know bottom to the top. Um, um, so my number five, my my fifth best hero in uh, Marvel is I put Thor. Thor is my number five, <laughs> and reason being is uh, his compass did waver from time to time, like in the very early parts of Thor, he was very selfish and very self-centered, wanted glory and wanted yeah. to be in power. But I think he goes through the most complete cycle as a hero in terms of like going through the ebbs and flows of like starting not really a hero, but then growing into a phenomenal one. So I think um, he did always put his like his friends first, his family first, and he did want to protect people. Even when Loki went astray a few times, he still wanted to bring Loki back and mm-hmm. like love him through that. So I think that earned a lot of respect in my eyes. Um, I think he understood his short stuff, his shortcomings really well. Like, I think he understood where he was flawed quite well, almost too bad. Cause like when he would mess up, he really beat himself up. And like example being when, um, he doesn't kill Thanos properly. He gets fat, starts gaming, drinking, and like, he just wallows away for however many years. Cause he's that upset about it. Like he's that Noob master 69. Noob master 69. I'm going to come to your basement. <laughs> this is the God of thunder. <laughs> like, so like, he has those moments, right? But he always redeems himself. And I think that's why he earned himself in that top five. Um, and then, you know, he made the play. If you think back to Thor one, you know, Loki was saying, if you just give yourself up, I won't hurt your friends anymore. I won't hurt earth anymore. I'll leave. And he said, okay. And he had no Mjolnir, no power. There was zero. He was going to die. Like, that was going to kill Thor right there. And he said, okay. He said, if that's what's going to save Jane, that's what's going to save my friends, done. Got it. And that's what made him worthy of Mjolnir again, which I think, yeah. So that's my five. That's my number five. Okay. Do we want to go back and forth, or do you, or do you want, want to go do... down the list? Yeah, yeah you know. should go down your list. Okay. Because I'm thinking, like, TikTok-wise, we can... Sure, yeah, absolutely. And then, so, number four, I've got Iron Man. Iron Man is my number four hero. Um, again, started out a little selfish at first, and even throughout the series, he's still a little selfish and egotistical. So, I think that bumped him down a little bit on my list, personally. Um, but he did always want to protect people, protect his friends, protect the world, protect the universe. Like, that was always his goal, and, like even with Ultron had the best intentions, it didn't go very well, but he had the best intentions of putting a suit armor around the world, protecting it. He even alludes to it at Endgame when he's mad at Steve for not being there. And he's like, he's like, I wanted to put a suit of armor, but you said no. And like, you know, got all uppity about that. Um, I think he understood his flaws extraordinarily well. And that's why he signed the Soviet Accords because he, he didn't feel that with his flaws, he should be let off the leash anymore. And he needed something to rein him in. So that's I, an interesting take. Yeah, so I, I I thought that was more of Tony projecting his own insecurities on the rest of the Avengers more so than him actually thinking they need to be controlled. 
I think that was more of an eye projection than a we thing. Um, and then he did make the play, right? He snapped the fingers, knowing that would kill him. But my knock to that point is that in two times in um, Endgame, he hesitates. The first time they approach him about the time stuff, he ends up doing it. But again, he was like, no, I can't do that. I have, a fam- I have a family to protect. And that's great. And I understand that you're valuing your family, but your family versus the entire universe, a hero makes the play for the universe, not mm-hmm. the family, right? And so, again, I think that's where I knock him just a little bit. And then he hesitates again when he had when he's fighting Thanos because Strange has to put up the finger with the one, telling him there's one way we get out of this, hinting to him like, hey, you need to do it. So again, I think that knocks him a little bit down. I think he'd be a lot. He'd be closer to one on my list if he didn't hesitate. But having that hesitation in that moment, I think, puts him a little lower to my list. Do you think? That one, when, when, when Dr. Strange was like, one, that he was saying, hey, like, you need to do this. Or it looked like, from my perspective, right, Tony was worried that mm-hmm. they were losing. And I thought that was Strange's way of reassuring him, hey, we're, what's happening is the right way that it's supposed to be happening. And this is yeah. the one and only way. I think it's a little bit of both. I don't think it's solely one or the other on that one. I, I, I do agree with you. I think that part of that was Strange reassuring Tony, like, yeah, this is the right move. Yeah. But... Again, it was, I think, kind of the fact that Tony needed the reassurance before he made the move when, you know, realistically speaking, if you know you can steal the stones back mm-hmm. and snap your fingers, you know you're going to win. Like, you know, that's it. That's game over. And so, I, that's my only thing is he hesitates a little bit there. I, I hear you, right? But my mm-hmm. thing is, is like, that was the plan the whole time. Yeah. And that was the plan before Tony knew what the one way was, mm-hmm. right? Strange didn't tell anybody because yeah. he knew if you told somebody. It'd change it. It'd change it. So that's my only argument there is like, mm-hmm. there's no way Tony would have known that was what he was referring to. But again, yeah. I hear what you're saying. I, I hear your perspective, mm-hmm. but I agree with yeah. you um, with the other things that you said. I was just curious at as, as that one point. Okay. Yeah. And then, uh, so moving up the list here, uh, number three, I have T'Challa, Black Panther. So he's my third ranked hero. Um, super, super strong moral compass, like really like rock solid. As rock solid as it gets, I think for this list. Um, always wanted what was best for Wakanda, even Killmonger, who's someone who was, you know, showing signs of being, you know, a really truly awful person. Like he still wanted him treated right. He wanted him treated fairly because he was from Wakanda. Yeah, he did did not have to kill him. Yeah, he wanted his people to be safe. Even that final fight, he didn't want to kill Killmonger. Mm -hmm. He didn't want to do it and because it was his people. And again, I think as a king, right, or a ruler, that's the right mindset. And so I, I think... Again, great job. I love his moral compass. Um, in terms of calling out a structural flaw in the system, he did the best job because he called out his aunt. He died, looked at his dead ancestors in the face and said, you were wrong. Yeah. Like definitively said, you shouldn't have left him there. He yeah. wouldn't be like this if you didn't leave him there. You should have brought him home. And I was like, God damn. Like my man is out here spitting. And so it, yeah. it was great. I, I loved that part of the movie. I thought that was one of the, one of the best moments cinematically Marvel's ever had. Cause like he straight up called out his ancestors for being wrong and challenged the ways my of Wakanda. God. I loved it. It was beautiful. Um, my only reason, the only reason he didn't end up higher on the list is because he never made the sacrifice play, but I think he would have for sure. I don't think there's any question that he would have sacrificed himself for the greater good. He kind of did when he accepted Killmonger's challenge for the Black Panther mantle. He didn't have to do that, but, but it wasn't going to lose. Exactly. I don't think it was really a sacrifice play. Mm-hmm. And so he never really does that. 
every fight he's in is a relatively even fight and there's never a moment where he has to like make the sacrifice play for himself. He does have him open the gate for the fight when in Infinity Wars at Wakanda. But again, that's not like for sure you're going to die. It's making sure they get funneled in so you fight them where you want to fight them. That's a strategic move. That's interesting. I, I think really looking at that, it's going to be very... I'm curious to see how they do Wakanda forever. I mean, obviously they're going to have to curious. kill him off, right? Which is sad, you know, you know rest in peace. And uh, Yeah, Chadwick Boseman, phenomenal actor. Yeah. I mean, good I actually good, watched 42 for the first time. I haven't seen it yet. I heard it's, it's really good. I've heard it's really yeah, good. You, should, you need to watch it. You like baseball too. You need to watch Love it. Love baseball. Um, but I... I yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what they do because I, I think, first of all, we know these these got to get killed off. Mm-hmm. Who are they going to replace them with? Yeah. But are they going to do it in a way that's a sacrifice play? It's a, it's a, it's a good question. And I, I think, I don't know if they will. I think they might go a, a more simple route because I don't know how much time they're going to want to spend on it because I think they're going to want to spend more time on getting the next Black Panther. From my understanding, okay, they filmed the majority of the movie with him in it. Like, <gasps> really? He, he completed most of the filming before he passed away. Again, I don't know how serious or truthful that is, but from sure. what, I, what I've heard and what I read, oh god, I hope that's that he true. Finished most of the filming. Damn, I hope that's true because he again, phenomenal actor, like yeah. did a like amazing job playing the role. So. What I hope out of that movie is it's his whole story, mm-hmm. and then at the end, there's some sort of transition of power. Okay, yeah, I would love that. Mm-hmm. All right, so number two is my first real curveball. This is like my first real like. Is this a hot take? This is a hot take. I hope I and I hope people have argued with me about this one. Gamora. Gamora is my number two hero in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Here's why. I almost had her in my top five. She's number two for me. Because one, she was the moral compass for the Guardians. Was. She's the reason they defended Xander, or Xandar. Wasn't anybody else. She's the one that was like, no, we need to do this. And then, and when they find Thor floating out there in like the wreckage, you know, Rocket and and Peter and Quill, they're, they're like, oh, how are we going to get money out of this? You know, we'll, we'll, maybe he'll take us and he'll pay us to get that ch 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 Like, you know, they, they talk about money, right? And Gamora's like, no, we're going to do it because it's the right thing to do. And like, again, directs that moral compass the right direction. Okay. So I think that was a really defining piece for me, at least. Um, she knew her own demons better than anybody. And like, she knew and saw the problems with Thanos and what he was doing and left Thanos intentionally, like left the, mo- the most powerful being in the universe at that time on purpose, which that takes a lot of courage and heroism to do that. Like to even step away from someone like that, knowing that's probably going to get you killed eventually. Um, and then the final criteria, she did make the sacrifice play. She told Peter, if he gets a hold of me, you shoot me right there. You shoot me. And when he does, when he has a hold of her, she's like, Peter, do it. Didn't even think about it. She said, Peter, do it. And Peter, Star-Lord, he's the one that hesitates. He's the one that can't pull the trigger right away and gives Thanos time to bend the gun to make it a fucking bubble gun instead of being what it should have been, right? I was so mad when that, that happened. Oh, man. And I was like, like yeah! Yeah. And so, yeah, right. <laughs> um, so, again, I, I think Gamora did a lot of really defining things that a hero does. Hmm. Like, I she made, made a lot of moves that were very hero. And so... Whether she saw the good in herself or not, because sometimes I think she questioned her own goodness, I think she crushed it at being a hero. So I think number two on my list, she did met all three of the criteria very well and did all the right things. Okay. And then... I, um, before you get into your number yeah, one. Yeah, please. I think we're going to have the same number one. But, yeah, probably. Um, <laughs> and then with Gamora, my only... thing that kept her out of my top five mm-hmm. was how long it took her to understand what they were doing was wrong because she was she was she was work i mean she was a little she was a child right and she was brainwashed essentially right yeah 
And it, but, but how long it took her, even mm-hmm. when she realized, mm-hmm. fuck, this is the wrong thing to do, and she still was working for Thanos. Again, whether her intention was to essentially like work for him so he doesn't do it and he, she can take it, 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 it takes too long. It isn't until she meets the Guardians, because even in Guardians 1, yeah. she's, more, she's more concerned with getting the Power Stone mm-hmm. than she is helping Peter, helping anyone. See, my counter-argument to that is I think that is a full facade, because she knew about Vormir before she knew about the power stone. So she knew about Vormir like the whole time, the soul stone, she knew where it was and never said a word. Do we know that? Yes. When that's she- super canon. It's oh. in, um, when they go through Nebula's memories and she's talking about Vormir and the soul stone. She's like, I found it. And like, you know, yeah, I thought that was when she was on the ship with, Mm-mm. um, with her. Mm-mm. She's known, she'd known about it for a while. Hmm. And so that's how Thanos knew that she knew. And so when he knew he was getting close to the end of the end, the end game, if you will, he, squeeze it out of her and that's again that's her, that's her blemish i think that's her her spot of of moral um issue is that she does give the information up when nebula is faced with death because again if you're really resolute as a hero and you know this is going to kill the universe you let nebula die right there and again that's the hero's conundrum it's really hard right because as a hero you want to save everybody you want to save everybody conundrum. i like that yeah okay. and so it's a tough play it's a really really tough call and again i don't think she chose wrong per se but again, if you're thinking about it on a logical perspective, you let Nebula die right there because you're not telling him where the Soul Stone is. Because if you yeah. tell him where it is, he gets what he wants. Sure. So interesting. Okay. Um, yeah. So Gamora, hot take number two. Hot Argue take. me about it. <laughs> hot take. Um, and number one, again, I think we're gonna share this one. Uh, Cap. I think Cap- Captain America. Steve Rogers is the number one hero in the Marvel MCU, and I don't really think it's all that close. And here's argue why. Argue. 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 Come argue on. Please, because here's the thing. Moral compass is amazing. Yeah. Like he, he was a great person before he was a hero. Like he was a great guy beforehand and like was bullied as a child all the time. And that's what made him want to stand up for the little guy and stand up for what was right. And so love that stood up for his friends, stood up for the world, for the, not even, and after, after being capped for a little bit, he didn't even just stand up for the, for America. He stood up for the world. Like he wanted to be on the side of good in general. Mm -hmm. Um, I think he understood his flaws really well as a character. You know, he would, whenever he would do something that he knew would rub someone in the Avengers the wrong way, he'd always apologize. It's a really subtle thing and it's something that happens very infrequently throughout the movies. But again, like constantly was apologizing, like, sorry, Tony, I can't sign these accords. Like, I can't do that. Like I've seen a place where freedom isn't allowed and I can't, I can't be a part of that. Um, and then he saw he saw the flaws in Shield. He saw the flaws in the government and stepped away because and became the nomad instead of, you know, Cap because he knew that they were no longer representing freedom and good. They're representing their own best interests. And he yeah. stepped away from that cho- and chose to. And to your point about your criteria of being able to lead others, I mean, that's the best leader in the MCU. Yeah, is Cap. Like, mm-hmm. not even no question. Not even just leading, but inspiring. Exactly. Right. People knew that regardless, like whatever he was saying, like. It came from a good place. Nobody Correct. questioned that. Nobody questioned like, oh, is this something like what? What? What agenda do you have? It's like, oh, okay. Like Cap says, it, it makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then my sacrifice play for him is he dove on the grenade. Yeah, wasn't even a superhero yet. Wasn't had no powers, no yeah. nothing. They threw a grenade in there and he just dove on it. My like didn't think God. about it, didn't hesitate on the grenade. And like he he fought. Think about how long he fought to get in the military and imagine it ending like that. You did all this work just to get here, just to get into boot camp. And you die before you even set on foot on foreign soil. Yeah. 
That's that's amazing. That's yeah, I, man. And that's why I love the first Avenger. Yeah. Like, it's just so well done. It's a great movie. Um, and so, real quick, I wanted to run through some of my honorable mentions. Um, yes, honorable mentions. Um, Nick Fury. He was one of my... I wanted to put him in, wanted him in there so bad, but he made a lot of really selfish, selfish decisions that I think kept him out of my list. Um, Okoye, who I mentioned earlier. Yeah. Um, I think she was a phenomenal character, but... Um, I just didn't get enough enough things from her to put her there. And then my final honorable mention is Agent Coulson. Have you watched Agents of Shield? No, and I probably should. I he might change my list. If no, I no, do. no. He's but, good. No, it would make you. It probably push him further. Yeah. Oh, really? Because yeah, he's, he's so good. Yeah, he's a great. He was a great character, and I love that he like stood up to a god yeah. as a man in a suit, man in a fucking suit, yeah. and not, not an Iron Man suit, a literal. Suit, the yeah, tux. Well, he should have went, <laughs> went to the Kingsman tailor. He'd have been all right. Right. But that is my top five. I am very curious to hear yours. Okay. All right. So, starting off, let's see here. How do I want to do this? Because uh, I have two honorable mentions. We'll start with we'll start with number five. Do do five to two. I wish I'd, I wish I'd thought about that too. Do five to two, and then before you hit one, do the honorable mention. Okay. Like do that. I think that so number five. Okay. Um, Spider-Man. Okay, I, I I was betting money you'd put him in there. I couldn't yeah. I couldn't even come close to putting him in my five. So there's there's a lot of different reasons, right? So we talk about you know making the sacrifice play, making all these you know uh, call it the willingness to sacrifice for the greater good, not consumed by the power of stature. Mm-hmm. Like first and foremost, he is the epitome of being unequitably himself, regardless of whether mm-hmm. he was Spider Man or not. Yeah, right. He's the person he is. Like when he's in the suit, he acts as though he's in school. Yeah, right. And so with that, you know that he's always really, he's really staying true to himself. He isn't allowing the power to affect his being mm-hmm. um, as a, as a hero, as a person, right? Um, we talk about the sacrifice play um, at the end of the, the newest Spider-Man. He makes sacrifice play. Absolutely, he's absolutely is like look and like there's a couple different times that he's willing to, right? So I look at um, when I mean in each of his movies. And mm-hmm. so I'm talking about um, Tom Holland. Spider-Man, I, of I'm course, not, and yeah. that's kind of this 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 cinematic universe. But you know, in each one of his movies, and you even look at like Infinity Wars and Endgame. In Infinity Wars, he's fighting our number one hero. Yeah. All right, and first of all, he's joking the whole time, right? He's mm-hmm. you know, unequivocally himself, and then he's fighting both Falcon and Winter Soldier yeah. together, right? And he's doing so because he thinks that's what's right, right? Mm-hmm. So when I think of, he isn't higher up on my list because he's not necessarily a leader yet. Yeah. Right, and I think that you know we don't know where that direction is going, and so this is another one of those characters. I'm like, ah, like I need to see a little bit more, right? Because yeah. he's not so much a leader now. You know, I almost didn't put him on my top five, and yeah. the reason is is because in No Way Home, the whole issue is because he's selfish. Yeah. Right, because he went to Doctor Strange to have something done specifically for him. Yeah. Say, hey, like I want this done, and I need everybody to forget. Yeah. And then when he did that, he essentially sprung what it is that we're having in this new phase mm-hmm. right and so like that is my biggest you know flaw with spider-man but i think ultimately like he's willing to make the sacrifice plays a young mm-hmm. kid right um he's he's very much so like i think he inspires the people around him to want to be better yeah right because he's not consumed by the government he's not consumed by politics he doesn't care about all this he's like hey like what's right i think and i love the point you're making there because i think at the, at the end of the day because like, i know i said thor had the most complete journey I think Spider-Man's journey will be more complete by the time he's done with the MCU and they, they kind of, I don't know how you move on from Spider-Man, but when you move on from that character eventually, yeah. I think Tom Holland's Spider-Man will have the greatest hero character growth simply because of age. Like he came in as a kid, right? Like he mm-hmm. started in high school and like he's going to grow up and become an adult. And like, yeah. 
I think he'll go through the most complete transformation and best heroes arc. But uh, yeah. Yeah, I think we'll also see. You know, it's it's. I think it's a bit of an unfair comparison to the other Spider-Mans. I don't want to go down that rabbit hole, but the no, reason I say that is because he already, he's already been in four movies, five movies. Yeah. Right? And, um, but again, I, I just think that when we think about a hero and somebody that is willing I to make... I need a hero. Somebody that's willing to make the play, <laughs> somebody that I think helps inspire others to just do good, that doesn't allow to be consumed by the power, I think it's, it's him, right? I think... Yeah. Um, and he has overcome some sort of life struggle, right? I mean, mm-hmm. he doesn't know his parents. Yep. Um, his Uncle Ben... Oh, he didn't have an Uncle Ben in this one, right? Um, it was something weird. Yeah, I think he already happened. died beforehand. Yeah, but... Um, same same reasoning, May, I think. Aunt but, May but, dies, yeah. right? Like, so you just see this development of his character and you see this development of him as a hero. And then ultimately, like, you see him in the... the um, let's see here. Homecoming, Far far From Home, when he is uh, uh, has that, you know, run-in with... Uh, what the fuck's that guy's name? Um... Mysterio, Mysterio. Mysterio yeah. yeah like he goes through like hey like i don't want to be the face of the avengers i don't want yeah. to be this person he goes i just want to be your friendly neighborhood spider-man that's there for good you can't be a friendly neighborhood spider-man there's no neighborhood mr stark yes what i don't know <laughs> yeah so I, I he's on my number five i think that's a bit of a hot take um no i, I agree that, with you i think there's a lot of reasons to argue against it yeah uh, but obviously i don't want to spend too much time like debating you on it I, I these are obviously opinions at the end of the day but i think that it's not a bad call like mm-hmm. it's not bad to put five him at number five i think it's a hot take for sure but i like yeah. it okay i like the reasoning yeah and then another hot take okay uh um, hit me Ant-Man. I'm just kidding. Um, I would have fucking... <laughs> I would have walked out that door. <laughs> Gone. Um, Black Widow. Really? Yes. I'm so curious to hear so, your reading on that. Because she was like... I didn't even consider her for half a second. Yeah. And, and, you know... When I was going through this list... And I was going through all these different heroes... I think that... You know... There's obvious heroes in it. And I had to make sure... I was getting blinded by power. Okay. Right. So I kept finding myself. Okay. Well, what about Thor? Okay. Well, what about Iron Man? Okay. What about like all these people that have a ton of power? And for me, I don't think that necessarily matters. No, not at all. Right. And so I look at the people when I think of a hero. I think of somebody. We talk about all those things. Like your your one of your biggest reasonings for for Captain America was what he was willing to do when he didn't have any powers. Yeah. Right. The sacrifice play he's willing to make. And um, Natasha doesn't have any powers. Yeah. Right. As Black Widow, I mean, she has a fuck ton of like fucked up mental stuff and things like that that like yeah. ultimately allowed her to be what she is. But you look at and especially with the new Black Widow movie, and I know that wasn't a great Marvel movie, but it does give you a little bit of like background history of her and how mm-hmm. she developed. You're like, oh shit, like you can see the full transition of what she did. She went through mm-hmm. that struggle. She went through that that life altering experience I talked about sure. and had an opportunity to be one or one or two directions. Now, there's a big piece of the puzzle that we're missing that that we don't know yet. Like, well, what did Clint Barton do to help her? Because, I want to know what happened in Budapest so bad. Yeah, so so something in Budapest <laughs> happened, and I think it's at that point that she either could have went where we see her now or a different direction. Mm-hmm. And so, not considering that, I consider the fact that like, hey, she decided to do this direction. Whether yeah. it was the help with Clint or whatever. Sure. And then you don't ever see her back down from anything. Right? No, never. And I think that she inspires Cap, right? So we, we look at her and Cap's relationship. Mm-hmm. And I think that like, you know, and, and you look at also her relationship with Banner. And what she's able to do is the two of the most powerful beings in the world look 
Not Cap. Cap's not one of the most powerful. I mean, he's pretty low on the scale. He's he's only good I mean, because of his his combat tactic and his ability so, to inspire. So maybe not powerful, right? But like, I mean, look, you look at Cap fucking one on one fight Thanos for for a little bit and, mm-hmm. and hold his own, right? So yeah. when I when I I guess what I mean is like best warrior. I mean, I don't yeah. know. And then you look at Hulk. He is pretty powerful. Yeah, he's, but like, yeah. But the thing is, I guess when I look at those, is like she was able to inspire those two guys. Like, if at any point they were wavering. Mm-hmm. They looked at her, which is the the irony of the situation, right? Because I think that at any time where Bruce was unsure, mm-hmm. like she was there to calm him down. Yeah. Right. Any time that Cap was unsure or not like moving in the right direction or questioned her, his ability, like mm-hmm. she was there to support him. Sure. And I think that, you know, again, and she was never one to, she would be the first person to sacrifice. And I, and I think, you know, we talk about the ultimate sacrifice. She sacrificed herself. 100%, yeah. Right? For the greater good. And we see that in Endgame. She even stopped Clint from making her own, his sacrifice play to, to yeah. him. Yeah. And she could have been selfish and, like, not tried hard. Yeah. Right? So that was everything that we, everything up to that point, including the Black Widow, we be trying to understand where she's coming from. And then that ultimate sacrifice that she made mm. in Endgame was what put her on my list. Okay. You've convinced me. You've convinced me. All right. Now let's go to number three. Um, I have Thor. Thor? Okay. Yes. Um, And I I think without repeating too many of the things that you said, I think ultimately, you know, the reason he isn't any higher, and again, the hardest thing that I found in this list was power. Like I'm thinking like, which is the strongest hero, right? That just makes a good hero. And it's it's easy to sometimes succumb to that. Mm -hmm. But with that, I think that Thor... um, he has such a interesting take on everything. And I think yeah. that he has a very, um, his perspective is so wide because he's lived for so long. He's, he's, he's seen so much, but I think ultimately from Thor one all the way through Endgame, you see the character development. Now, the only thing that I, I don't think that we see from him really is the ultimate sacrifice, Right. But movie number one, he literally does it. He literally makes the play. Yeah, but I think that like that's the play for him, right? No, if, now, he, if Mjolnir, what if he no, no, if no, he no. had no access to Mjolnir, he dies. That's it. Sure, game over. But he sacrificed for love. Isn't that what most heroes do? Because they love other people. They no, no, love no, no, and they no, no, no. Love for a single person. I think that his biggest sacrifice. Incor- incorrect. He sacrificed not just for Jane, but for also I, for his friends in Asgard. Like the friends that were going to get killed right there, the yeah, people that I were being think, killed in the area to try to for him to get found. Mm-hmm. Anyways, go ahead. I'm sorry. I okay, I, it's okay. No, I think the ultimate reason, like that, fueled that sacrifice was Jane. Sure. And then maybe his the people that came and tried to help him. Sure. But aside from that, I think that that sacrifice doesn't get made. I think if you remove those 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 two mm-hmm. sets of people, I don't think that he is 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 still going to be willing to do that. I think he's going to be more strategic and figure out a way to win rather than a way to say, hey, like, let's just end this. Because that's his character through that whole movie. is like, how can I win? How can I be the best? How can I be the strongest? See, I think that, that's where I'll disagree with you just a little bit because I think that's the moment where he turns and, and would make that play for anybody and yeah. make that play for any greater good. So, yeah. like, I think it's, again, two different perspectives on it. Mm-hmm. And then obviously, you know, we're not here with the director to tell us, hey, it was actually this. Like, yeah. you know, this is a, that's kind of the fun of this. Though, and so with his sacrifice as well, I mean, when he's building um, uh, Stormbreaker. Yeah. He's holding open the fucking star and he's taking that yeah. on right like because he mm. understands like look i can't do anything without this yeah. so I, I guess another ultimate sacrifice right and I, they're very uh, similar right they're congruent if you look at both those situations sure but i think that the set the latter 
unequivocally for the greater good of the universe. Yeah. Not necessarily for direct interests for whoever's involved, right? Sure. So again, Thor. Um, I have him at number three. Yeah. Like I said, I think that hero. he's. I think he's up there. I think he's. Yeah. You know, he's willing to make the sacrifice play if he needs to. Now, I think it's gonna be interesting to see what happens in Love and Thunder. Um, mostly because I'm curious as to what they're going to do with this character, right? Yeah. So I was a little disappointed how they portrayed this character in Endgame, right? I think I was like, I get it, but I also am like, that that's a bummer, right? Because I think yeah. that it could have been fueled a different way. Um, I think I think so, but I think it was such a standard for heroes to be like, you know, they get beaten or they do something wrong and they're like, I'm going to overcome this. And it's like, you know what? Like, show the god man, mm-hmm. the, the actual demigod, have a human side and be like, and really go down the pit of like being depressed over this and like not, not to be like, I relate to that. But like, you know, like I, like I deal with my own mm-hmm. depression, like on a, on a very sure. regular basis. And like, it was actually kind of cool to see a, a hero, someone so powerful like Thor, even he can get beat by the mental game. You know? So I, I liked it. I, that's a cool, that's a cool take on it. I think for me as a fan, mm-hmm. what would have been more interesting is to see him almost tempt to be bad. Yeah. Go okay. on revenge, right? Yeah, and yeah. like fuck the world, fuck everybody. Like yeah. you know what? Like obviously there's you know, there's no good. Yeah. Right? Okay. I think that would have been an interesting way and then have him seem have to have him come back. Right? Because okay. very similar similar to Clint. Like if you think about yeah. what happened to Clint, right? Like yeah. that was why he wasn't on my list. Yeah. Um was because he went fucking nuts, right? <laughs> but I digress. Like I don't want to get too off track here, but I I think that, you know, um, I'm curious to see what they do in Love and Thunder. Mm-hmm. Um, I wonder if they're going to move away from th- him as th- Chris Hemsworth as Thor. Yeah. And, you know, just focus on Jane being part of that new wave or Could. if they're going to keep Thor in there. It's going to be interesting to see what they do. I don't watch any trailers. So I don't really know. Yeah, I haven't uh, watched much. I, I try not to. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so Thor, like I said, I think that when we, when we really think about it, he, he, he is the person that's come full circle, right? I think character development mm-hmm. um, as well as, like, you know, he's the person that understands what it takes to be a hero. And, He's not consumed by the power anymore. I don't think he cares about how strong he is, right? Um, and he's another one of the guys that's like really unequivocally himself. Well, honestly, even to back that point, you see that moment when he summons Stormbreaker in uh, Endgame when Marvel's there, mm-hmm. and he like puts it down and like stares at her for a second. I think in that moment he realizes that she's stronger than him, and that's why he's like, "I like this one." You know, I think he has that moment of like, yeah. "Yeah, I don't care that she's stronger. She's here to help us. That's great." Like, yeah. you know, I, I like that. I dig it. Okay, uh, number two, Heimdall. Ooh, that's a good sleeper pick. God, that's yeah, a great it's a good one. Pick. It's a good one. And uh, he's just so fucking strong. He's a little underplayed in the movies. It's kind of a bummer, but yeah. he is powerful. Well, yeah, and I, and I think that's the thing is like I think that in terms of power, it's there. But I think the movies do a good job not overshining his power mm-hmm. and really focus on him being a hero, right? Like he is moral compass. Spun point spot on fucking right? questionable right and he's he's just, just spot on with his moral compass like mm-hmm. he's willing to sacrifice himself with when helena comes to like try to save all the people right um he when they're when they're being hit by thanos he literally gets banner back to earth and knowing that that's gonna end him like that's 100%. gonna be it for him like yeah oh and so really good pick chris collins my goodness <laughs> i'm excited about that. that's a great fucking pick. um yeah and so like i said like you know he's just you know, ultimately he, he he always is wise and he inspires people to do the right things even young thor like in the first movie he was the one that you know tried to keep thor on the right Mm-hmm. Always questions, hey man, like what are you doing? Is yeah. this the right move? I'll send you there, but is this the right move? Do you understand there's gonna be consequences? Mm-hmm. Right. And Thor being, you know, young bright eyed and bushy tailed, young Thor, you know, cocky motherfucker, didn't realize it, but he was right. Yeah. 
right? And I think that um, it's, you know, sad we don't get to see him more in the movies, right? Who knows? We're going to be in the multiverse. Who knows yeah. what's going to happen? But, um, God, that's a great thing. Yeah. So I that, can't get over that. That's, 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 really, that's number two. That's a good thing. Yeah. And oh. I think that... For me, I look at it and I'm like, well, Gamora was a fucking phenomenal pick as well. Um, he he didn't beat out Cap because we didn't get to see enough, right? We think yeah. about the movies like we just not. I'm not sure like what he could have been or what he was, what he ultimately was. It's very far and few in between, but just knowing him, I think it was yeah. a good one. Um, yeah, and then number one, Cap. I mean, we'll just repeat a lot of the same shit here, but um, I'll just really stick to the point where he had no powers. Yeah. Right. He was a hero when he had no powers. Mm-hmm. He had no quit. None. None to speak No of. quit. He didn't care if he knew the outcome wasn't going to be good, if that his actions were right, they were going to be the right thing, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, he always stood up for what was right. He always stood up for the little guy, even though he was a little guy. Yeah. Um, and he always, even like you look at his relationship with Bucky, he was, Bucky was inspired by him before he had powers. Yeah. Right? He was able to inspire the people around him because of his heart, because of yeah. his moral compass. So, yeah, man, Cap's number one. I, I think that's just like a no-brainer. Um, hot take number six. Um, I put Iron Man on there. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I do think that um, the reason for me as he didn't make the top five is I think that a majority of his sacrifices, the majority of his decisions were selfish. Um, yeah. I think they were rooted in a place that benefited himself or his, his, the people that directly were his family. Yeah. Right. And you know, you, you, you see it from the very beginning. I mean, from, from when he first started, obviously it's without, it's without question, like how mm-hmm. selfish, how I think yes and no from the beginning. Cause Rihanna made a really good point to me. Cause I wasn't going to put Iron Man in my top five and re made a really, really good observation. That's why I love that woman. Cause she's super smart. Um, she, <laughs> I'm brown nosing a little bit, but anywho, uh, she talked about how Tony had that very sobering moment when he realized that it was Stark industry missiles that were blowing him up. And that yeah. was the thing that was attacking him. And that's when he cut all weapons programs at Stark Industries and they became a clean energy company. Hmm. And that's how they started making their money. And so I was like, that was kind of a moment for me when she brought that up. I was like, wow, like that's a hero move. Cause he's, they're probably making tons of money off these weapons. Like probably mm-hmm. making oodles and oodles of cash. But he had already made that money. Sure, but again, like he, he still easy, made the flip. Still, hundred percent. So but like, it's an easier decision to make that flip when you're already rich. hundred percent. But I think right. still, still making the flip though is still a hero's move. Any hero, yeah. no matter where you're at, you're gonna make that move. So I think regardless of the money his fault made, of the circumstances that his dad created. Hundred percent. Right? So I, I that that was that was the point that put him on the list for me. That like that tipped him into it because yeah. originally he was out for me, but but he already knew his weapons were going to create destruction. Yeah. Right, like whether or not that was for the good guy or the bad guy. Sure, they were there to. And then who's deciding who's good and who's bad? Yeah, right. Of, like of course. So I, I think that, like again, I think that's a great call out. I think that definitely, like, kind of pushes him up a little bit further. But I think ultimately, like, we look at like why he snapped, like why he snapped his finger, like why he decided to do everything that he did. Like the reason that he decided to make the time machine was sure it was unselfless, but the reason that held him off was like, look, like this is my family. Like mm-hmm. I have everything I needed or wanted. You, sorry, you guys don't, but I do. I can't risk it. Yeah, and that's and again, that's why he only ended up at four for me instead yeah. of going higher on the list because I think internally. Tony, even at the end of the of the of his time as an Avenger, was still selfish. Mm-hmm. Like I still think he had a lot of selfish intent, you yeah. know, and that plays a big piece of it. But I think his actions and his feats for me outweighed that just a little bit enough to slide him on the list. Yeah, I again love Tony, um, love his character. I think his character goes through a lot of development as well. Yeah. Um, but I think without Pepper, he's a much different character. Hundred percent, absolutely. Right. I think Pepper's a great character. I think yeah. she. I think she. 
probably should have been an honorable mention for me. Yeah, so I think she's a good, she's a great supporter cast. Yeah, right? so like support. I think maybe we do a series too where we talk about like the support system, right? Because mm-hmm. I think that like that would be an interesting one. I have a couple like that would be really cool. Like Peggy, um, Mantis, Mantis, man. Like oh, man- mm-hmm. I almost put I almost put Mantis not in the top, but she was almost an honorable mention. We just don't know enough about her. But yeah, we don't. Yeah, we just don't know enough about her. But then I thought, well, again, then I got I got convoluted with power. Yeah. Right, and I think that's where you know it's it's kind of tricky to think. That's about. funny. I didn't I didn't have that problem at all. Like I like like in a sense of like. At no point when I was considering my heroes was I like, ah, who's powerful? Like that, that, that thought never creeped in it, but I get also where that's an easy spot to, to influence. I guess, I guess it's not even about like who's powerful, but it's like who made the most impact, Mm -hmm. right? Like who had the biggest impact on the the universe? Yeah. And I think that like unintentionally the most powerful beings do. Correct. Right. Like whether or not they're the great heroes, like look at Wanda, like look at Thanos, like look at all these people that like look at, cap look at hulk yeah. look at all these people and it's like they ultimately had like the biggest for the most part right majority of like the biggest moves in the universe i think like mm-hmm. are associated with some of those characters that are the most most powerful unfortunately and yeah that's where i was like okay like well that's a good hero i'm like ah not really right yeah. like they're not really a good hero when you actually like break it down well yeah, and that's i had i had a really similar thought with like uh banner i considered banner for a second but i was like yeah he's not really much of a hero to be honest yeah. with you like he's like he's he's a good guy for sure and he fights for what's right they fucked him up at the end though but yeah they kind of they kind of put him down a bad path who, who's honorable mention number two though who's who is the uh, number two honorable you have a guess i don't think it's 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 very out there uh not like very out there but it's like newer older like newer older character phase two phase two Brenner? Who? Quicksilver. That's a good pick. That's right? a good one. And it's, it's unfortunate because we don't get to see enough of him. And yeah. I, again, more rumors that I heard. We don't get to see him. Uh, they killed him off when he did. Mm-hmm. Or he sacrificed himself. And again, that's what, I'll get into that in a second. Sure. Because they didn't have the rights to him. Um, if that is the case, that's disappointing. Yeah. Um, but you look at, again, you're introduced to him briefly. He has like a dreaded hatred for like... Stark Industries and things like that. He's fueled by revenge and anger, right? Yep. Him and Wanda both. Yeah, absolutely. And then what you do see is very similarly to Tony when he saw the Stark missiles and went like, oh shit, this is what's happening. As soon as he was able to understand what Ultron's plan was, mm-hmm. he's like, oh shit. I'm out. I'm out. Yep. Right, no questions. Yeah. It wasn't even close. And then against everything, against everything he lived his life for, who'd he side with? Avengers. Avengers and Iron Man. Yeah. Right? Like, he, he was side-by-side side by Iron Man. And then what he did do is he didn't have to go back and help those people. He didn't have to go no. back and help Clint. Not at all. But he went back and helped Clint. Yeah. Because he knew it was the right thing to do. Yeah. And completely sacrificed himself yeah. again. And, and that was an honorable mention. Not one. that it was close to, like, my top five necessarily because I don't know enough about him and there sure. wasn't enough portrayed in the movies. Like, But just that one portion of his character development, that one portion of him as an individual, I was like, fuck dude, like, man, what else would he have, what else would he have done? Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. what else? no, what it's, else a, he... it's a really good question, right? Like what kind of hero would he have become? Mm-hmm. You know, would he have helped Wanda to not go down the path that she went down? You know, yeah. would that have been a piece of it? So like, that's, um, that's all really good. And I actually, I like that take a lot. That's a good honorable mention. That's a really good one. Yeah. Cool. That person, right? Yeah, I think so. I think, you know, next we're going to do villains. Cool. So that is, Chris and I's top five um, Marvel Marvel heroes as to like heroes by character 
and why we believe those people are top five. Well, I think that's it for us. Um, Thank you guys for tuning in for everyone who does. We really, really, really appreciate it. And uh, remember to always hang on for dear life. Thanks for joining guys. See you later. Hang on for dear life. (laughs) Ah!